0: what's up everybody before we get started with this new wrestling wrap-up i just want to let you know that what's your bliss and offended are back this week make sure to check that out but also on 420 our brand new podcast getting added to the anything but credible network the stl pot dispatch will make its debut on the anything but credible network make sure to check it out and it drops on 420 exclusively on the anything but credible network now enjoy the wrestling wrap-up
1: but I always
0: sacrifice
1: Your love for more of the night. I try to put up a fight
0: Welcome to the wrestling wrap up. We are back, Thomas. Welcome back. How are you,
2: Tricky? I am doing well. A lot of wrestling and a lot of sports entertainment this week, but uh, it's been a it's been an absolute blast. I like how you did that. I like
0: how you split the two. Perfect, That's right? Um, yeah. Welcome back to the uh, wrestling wrap up, our fifth episode uh, presented by the Antipodean Network, offended, and the What's Your Bliss podcast. Um, I was just so flustered right now because we have so much to discuss that I botched the whole intro to this, but I don't even care. <laughs> it's fine. We're good. We're winning. We're, it. we're good and gravy. I mean, fuck. We go from Ring of Honor Friday night to, I guess you could say the Hall of Fame too, because I mean, the Undertaker speech is yep. pretty cool. Um, yeah. To night one. Holy hell. What a night one of WrestleMania to an just as good night two of wrestlemania mm-hmm. to back to normal bullshit on raw where it's just oh like my how God. You... I'm, I'm ready to talk about that too <laughs> to um you know i even skipped over nxt nxt takeover was good i or know it's, it's, sorry stand and deliver it's not called takeovers <laughs> anymore right um then tuesday was my break <laughs> and then wednesday was i, I mean, mean a stellar episode of dynamite amazing yeah. stellar episode it was anything thursday? I'm drawing a blank. Uh I didn't watch Impact so no. <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: Rampage
0: was insane last night. Absolutely insane. And then even on SmackDown, we're getting Shinsuke in Roman? I'm I'm for it. I'm yeah. all for it. But let's I guess let's go back Friday night. Ring of Honor um Supercard was it Supercard of Honor, right? Supercard um, of Honor. Yep. It it felt like the perfect mixture of an AEW show with Ring of Honor. And it yep. was spectacular. Um, I thought the card from start to finish was great. The finish with Samoa Joe coming out. I didn't even think twice about that happening. Right? Yeah. Like I had a few people over and I had a few people over. I got I'm starting to get slowly get a lot of people from my work into wrestling, and it's hilarious. Awesome, like they're coming really back. getting into it too. They want to come over for every show and everything now. And one of the guys standing next to me, who is actually a wrestling fan, was like, what if Samoa Joe just comes out at the end? It is Ring of Honor after all." I'm like, "Holy shit!" So good even think yeah. about that. Three minutes later, he comes. He comes walking out. I'm like, "Mikey, fucking called it. Like, totally fucking called it." Um, but I mean, Jay Lethal turned heel. Incredible,
2: and, and we- so
0: well done. So yes. well done,
2: and and just such a good version of his character he really does good heel work anyway and mm-hmm. uh i'm really excited to see this like elder heel who just hates everything I, and
0: turns against everything he's created i was hoping he was going to join that blackpool combat club yeah i was like that could be a pretty decent fit but i think they're going to focus more on the future of aw not no offense to Jay lethal but yeah it's been around for quite some time I, I, yes no spring chicken that guy <laughs> that's for sure uh while the ring of honor show was going on rampage was going on rampage starts mm-hmm. off with the young bucks versus top flight which is a great match yep they did this i don't know if you watched being the elite this week mm-hmm. but they did a uh uh twitch this past week aew did like their game show where it's like they ask everybody a question like what would your superpower be and they're all like mm-hmm. everybody said flying except for adam cole he's like i'm not i don't like heights i just want to <laughs> teleport so of course Boy they jumps use off that. the second rope Right. <laughs> that's so good i never put that together i wonder if that really is why i don't think i've ever seen him jump off the top rope now now that i think about it yeah <laughs> but um being elite young bucks are like i think we can teleport so they teleported to ring of honor after their match i was like that's mm. just so it's the it's little so things funny. man it's just the little yeah. things amazing but they teleport to in my opinion was the match of the weekend i mean the match of the entire week and that was ftr versus the briscoes for the ring of honor world champion tag team championships wow thomas so if you want to if you want to go on this one go ahead because i i think i need to hear some words first before i start talking about this match because this (laughs) match i don't know how anything's going to top this match for the rest of the year
2: uh no i was i i said that uh to my wife uh she wasn't watching with me but i said I think I watched the master of the year tonight on a show that I wasn't expecting, you know, that just kind of, you know, not that it popped up out of nowhere, but it was like two weeks of build really. And there wasn't a ton of TV time dedicated to it. And I was just like, you know, just going in happy to see ring of honor back, happy to you know see all of that. And there were some good matches on that card and they got to this match and you could just feel it before they even locked up. And it was like, Oh, this is, this is something. Uh and uh, it what an absolutely stunning match. Um, I, I've talked about before my affinity for tag team wrestling in general. And this was the top of the form. Uh this was so amazing. Um, I I just felt like the drama, the uh I haven't watched it. I've watched the Briscoes for sure, but I haven't watched like a ton of Briscoe's matches. Um, so it was nice because for me it was a little refreshing too of like, oh yeah, this is kind of their style and this is what they do, and um you know i still don't understand the delaware accent but that's that's a different topic for a different day um but holy hell man like everything they did um and uh another uh what became a theme this week is teams stealing the big rig and trying to do it themselves right um which i thought excalibur uh to his credit man he's probably the best in the business right now i i mean this guy just he he talks about wrestling in a way that's so accessible but yep. also doesn't dumb it down for you and um he explained it on uh on uh, dynamite of like yeah other people can do the move but they're not perfecting it because they haven't they haven't perfected it like ftr has they they don't do it all the time they it's not there you know and, and right. the way that he he's explained it much better than i just it's, did but it's just a uh, simple
0: way- thing that makes sense though
2: exactly yeah. and but man what a match brutal um but also like uh, you know I always love the like you you remember the whole like no fists uh, or no flips just fists and this whole thing but like man they fly around the ring still those mm-hmm. guys like um, they may not be doing a, a, you know a thousand topes or, or anything like that but man they do fly around the ring and I'll tell you what they made Dax a freaking star over the last few weeks and yep. that dude if they ever he doesn't want to it sounds like but man if they ever wanted to push him he is over like rover baby like oh, oh my
0: god yeah like ftr dude i'm ftr is getting so over right now that they are reminding me of a see so many we've gone through so many i feel like so many different stages of ftr with the revival i mean mm-hmm. before they were really no no flips just fists they were like this weird southern tag team that nobody they wore like weird jackets in nxt yep. Nobody really knew, like, what they were. Then they came into their own. They became this team that wanted to be, like, the four horsemen. They loved Tully and Arn, and and their style just resembles them so much with a new, like, updated form of wrestling, I guess, mixed in with it. And to me, FTR is just a complete package. But one thing that I think FTR is kind of slowly breaking away from that mold of, like, trying to be, like, that 80s-style, like, wrestling Mm -hmm. They're now kind of turning into their own thing. And man, they are starting to remind me of a tag team version of Stone Cold Steve Austin where they're not really face. They're not really heels. They're they're the tweeners. They're in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it is working perfectly. Like you can build the entire show around FTR now. They have gotten so over. It's, they are, I think they're the big, they have to be the biggest tag team in the world right now. They have to. I think so. No,
2: I think you're. I think you're 100 right. And this week proved it. I mean, really, like the 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 match with the Briscoes, and then on Dynamite, the match with the Young Bucks. I mean, we're we're talking about two. Uh, you know, uh, for Dave's credit, he gave one five stars and one four point seven five. Um, and I told you, like I thought that that the Young Bucks was was slightly below uh, the Briscoes, and I and I stand by that still. But it but it was still almost perfection like everything yep. they did was was awesome and always great to see the young bucks uh, as we've talked about and they're just in perfect form right now too they they they're they're really killing it um and there's only so much room at the top also and there's a lot of stories to be told but one thing i wrote down after watching dynamite was just it. it really does highlight the thing we've talked about with jurassic express and there is a a ceiling that they have reached that, that they have not broken into that upper echelon, mm-hmm. whether that's booking or or whatever, I'm not sure, but it's very clear that FTR, the young bucks are, are seen as above them, even, even though right. they're the, they're the AEW tag team champions.
0: Oh, I totally agree. I mean, there's I feel like there's only really so much you can do with Jurassic Express. Unfortunately. I mean, there's only yeah. so far you can go. And I think Lucha Source is going to be great when he takes the mask off because so I think you yeah. can actually build him as a monster heel and you yep. can build him like a cane. Almost. He moves like him. I mean, yeah. i was listening to a podcast. I think he was on Jericho's podcast. And he was talking about how much he studied Kane's movements and everything. It's like, it shows it totally yeah, shows. For sure. um, and then you have jungle boy who I think is a future world champion. I mean, totally. His promos are getting better and better each week. It's still, it's still, Needs work, but it's getting better. And that crowd popped getting... heavy
2: when he ran down this week. Yeah, uh, they did. Uh, to fight off Red Dragon.
0: Yeah, they did. Dude, that the crowd this week was insanely amazing. hot. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. The entire show. Um,
2: but look what they little, got. Also,
0: that dynamite was stellar shit. and that
2: rampage was amazing. I mean, they they really got a treat this week for sure
0: and they're planting seeds for christian finally turning heel and i cannot wait for that christian jungle boy match they have been teasing that thing since jungle boy eliminated him in the battle royal at fucking double or nothing last year last year yep god damn and people on twitter today are like oh ew doesn't do fucking stories i've been going off on people today on twitter i just been (laughs) i don't understand
2: (laughs) how you can say that i really don't understand how you can say that it is literally their strength um it's storytelling them bots. and actual wrestling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just think that's a masterful troll, troll job because literally he just called the entire it, the extremist bots and that will yep. stick with them forever now because they reacted so poorly to it. That's the yep. funniest thing about it. Yeah. But back to the tag team match. Classic offended episode here. Just going right off the rails. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> but uh FTR man, I just when they won, I got goosebumps. And I know in real life that them and the Briscoes, they genuinely don't really care for each other. Like, they did not like each other for a long time. Yep. And I think it was Cash Wheeler uh, got interviewed after the match. He said the handshake after the match was not planned. Like, they yep. were supposed to leave the ring. And I think when they were showing, like, a replay, FTR, like, grabbed them like, stay in the ring. Like, I think that's pretty cool. FTR seems like they just know. They are just... The perfection of pro wrestlers, in my opinion. Yeah, man,
2: They're, they they wow. are professionals. That is what they do. Like that, mm-hmm. they are pure professional. And and yeah, I, I think you're right. Like they are the definition of pro wrestlers. I think your your um uh comparison to Austin is really apt. Like that is a really they if they play it right, uh, they can do something that no tag team has ever done, and right. that is be the top act.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. They can be the yep. main event, like yep. in you get to use the young bucks with them. I mean, shit, we can watch, you can do a hundred matches of those. And I will watch every time. Cause it's just, they will That's find said, a way I to said, make I, it unique.
2: I said, I know that this, like we can't see
0: it every week, but my God, like I need more, like two, <laughs> right? two isn't enough. I need more. Right. <laughs> and then, and just on top of all of it, they have the best theme song in all of wrestling right now. I mean, totally. anytime that theme song starts, I'm just like, let's fucking go. It's just yeah. the best. Um, And then, moving on to a thing that surprised the hell out of me at the Ring of Honor show. Monaro Suzuki is the Ring of Honor television champion, which I don't think is going to last after this week. But Uh, Nope. (laughs) um, So, we talked about this, I think, on the last... I want to say, if it wasn't the last episode, I want to say it was maybe two episodes ago when we talked about Ring of Honor getting purchased... And I, yep. me and you were saying, oh, it makes sense while they're signing all these wrestlers now because they're going to start mo- moving them to Ring of Honor. And yep. it's kind of going to be their brand split, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And Tony Khan announced this past week that he is not re-signing most of that Ring of Honor roster. So that yep. it makes sense and it all adds up now. And uh, Grisham won the world title, didn't he? Sure cool. did. Yeah. Good. So I was really hoping that they would sign him, but it looks like he he is staying. Yeah. Yeah, um,
2: Gresham won. Um, and uh, you know, but but to your point, like I that started clicking a little bit for me. And I'm glad Tony like mentioned it this week because that started clicking for me once you see the results of who was winning, right? The the championships mm-hmm. that all did change hands, you're like, okay, this makes sense, uh, especially if you're not gonna move forward with with a lot of these folks. I do hope that they can find a place for the Briscoes, um, you know, at least because I think they uh, they should be on national TV like that. That they are—they're oh, that good. Um, and, but I do think you know I, I was watching the match with with Suzuki and 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 Rhett and and just thinking like, man, this is such a—it's such a difference. Like it, like like the, like not just the styles, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: when you look at someone like Rhett who was great as a, in my opinion, in, in like better as a tag team person than a singles wrestler, uh, right. in my opinion. But, um, it, he just doesn't necessarily fit uh the AEW bolt Uh, and i can't even explain exactly what it is but i was just watching it was like oh man it's just he just doesn't excite me and maybe that's it generic but yeah he's generic
0: Um, And i felt the same thing about woods
2: too yeah um you know in the in the pure match like woods was exactly what they needed in pure when they were Mm -hmm. doing that style but i think having yuda going forward with a more violent pure style is is the direction that i think makes the most sense for that that uh, division
0: that pure aew getting their hands on that pure championship is gonna be we're gonna see some of the best technical matches i think of all time and man i wish bret hart was like in his 20s now i know i know and oh speaking of bret hart apparently he texted ftr after the match and dax harwood was like i broke down in tears immediately i'm like just get bret hart on the fucking screen with them do it that's it man, um, you know,
2: he's going to come in for the Owens, so like, why not? Right, do it, pay him whatever, man, pay him everything.
0: Right. Him no doubt, out. I think Tony can afford it. Um, but uh, so i gonna say, Oh, on to the saying on Wheeler Yuta, winning the pure title. I kind of figured that that's the direction they were going to go in with him when he wins the title, and then I'm like, Okay, so this is going to be his in into the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Go to Friday night, Rampage wrestles Moxley in a match of the year candidate. Holy oh, yeah. hell, kicking out of two paradigm shifts. Has anybody yeah. ever kicked out of the paradigm shift in AEW?
2: Not to my knowledge. I'm trying to remember if Kenny did, but um, I, I feel uh, definitely not two.
0: No, yeah, not two.
2: <laughs> and that and second one, I was like, that's done. Like, that's the biggest one
0: I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that I love how he just, like, it wasn't like a kick out. This is god damn i love this is when i love pro wrestling it's the little things yep. thomas it's the little things i'm getting excited little things. i know he just rolls yeah. that's all he does and it's yeah. just
2: so perfect it's like pure instinct is, is yeah. the way that they would use to describe it right just that like yep
0: <laughs> yeah. and he gets his austin moment passing out yeah. blood pouring down his face yeah. i mean stone cold literally changed the game of professional wrestling and how you get over with the fans and the Attitude Era changed the game. NWO changed the game. Wrestling changed forever back then. WWE's trying to go backwards. They're trying to go back before that. And it's like, you can't go back before that because we, this version is just too good. It. Yeah. Yeah. We see what it can be. That's right. The, yeah. And we'll touch on that when we get to NXT because I got a whole thing about that. But Wheeler Yuta go in the distance with Moxley. Looks like he's joining the Blackpool Combat Club after shaking Regal's hand. I mean, and a I think I saw a picture. I don't think they showed it. I think they cut the feed or maybe they showed it on their Twitter feed or whatever, but Brian puts the title on him.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I saw you post that. Yeah. Fucking that's cool. That was awesome. um my one of my 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 second favorite that is my favorite especially like the uh you know like the it just it's pure it's perfect it is like the bloodstone picture when he's putting the title on him which is Mm -hmm. which is awesome but i don't know if you saw it kimber last kick who does a ton of the the photography yes um aw stuff dude her picture of I, i don't exactly remember what's happening but mox is kind of standing behind him and wheeler is in profile and you just see the blood like squirting out I'm like, holy oh. shit, what a picture, man. You got to find it. If if you like, if you check up uh, Kimber Last Kicks uh, uh, Twitter, it's on there. But oh, holy yeah.
0: cow, man. No, she's my favorite photographer by far. I've done a couple of edits of her pictures. Yeah. Just, I've sent them to her. No response. What the hell? But <laughs> but I mean, well, we're no, she... stop
2: putting her over then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that She takes some of the coolest fucking pictures I've ever seen in my life, like especially for wrestling. And I wish because I know she's in the crowd most of the time. Yeah. I wish they yeah. could get her ringside to see what she can do. Like, me too. I think she yeah. could get some cool fucking shots. But, uh, Wheeler Yuta, hey, but hey, AEW, AEW doesn't make stars. You know, they just steal from WWE, right?
2: That's right. This boy <laughs> is a star. Holy yep. cow. Four weeks ago, he was nothing. Right. Nothing. Yep. They built him up in four weeks to mm-hmm. be the biggest deal on the show.
0: Yep. Watching the Ring of Honor show, I said to Stout, I was like, Something missing. There's one thing missing about Wheeler Yuda, and I don't know what it is. Rampage answered that it was he's never had he's never had blood yet. It's like that's it. That just did it. And he has the coolest tights in the game too. Oh,
2: they're so cool, man! (laughs) I do. I did see someone on Twitter. I I I wish I I remembered who it was so I could so I could give him credit. But someone called him the Great Yuda, and I freaking love that. I love that so
0: (laughs) much. (laughs) Master Yuda. Yeah, I just can't wait for Regal to say that. But um, Regal is looking like he can move again all of a sudden.
2: Looking good. Doing yeah. Good.
0: I'm um, I'm starting to wonder if he's going to do a match.
2: And I hope so. I really do. If, I do if he hope feels hope he's up safe. to it, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, because, uh, yeah, man. I, I think I talked to you last time about like his podcast when he was talking oh, to Jericho. And it was just like that was
0: rough, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all right? <laughs> no <laughs> I, shit. I mean, it
2: was brutal, and it, but like it
0: made me tear up like towards the end.
2: Dude, like I was sitting in the, in the friggin' King supers, uh, you know, Kroger parking lot, just going, well, I'm going to need a minute before. I, it. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: yeah, working. But... I was supposed to bring back a bin back to like the packaging <laughs> room. And I had like my headphone in and then he was talking yeah. about how his wife tapped him on the shoulder and he collapsed. And I just like put the bin down. Like what? Like,
2: yeah.
0: are you yeah. okay?
2: <laughs> but if he, if he feels up to it and everything clears, I would love it. I would love it. Yep. Of course. Um, I, um
0: yeah i was trying to think of my top five matches from the past week and man oh man this is for hard. me
2: we've already talked about three of them so right. i think that's helpful
0: <laughs> yeah uh, but uh what was it yeah. oh on you were saying the thomas ret that's his name right Rhett uh, no. titus Rhett Titus, Thomas Red—that's a country singer. Red,
2: Red is Rhett and Link. I do that. <laughs> in in fairness, I have done that a thousand times.
0: <laughs> but he reminds me kind of like of Matt Taven, where it's like, yeah, it's like Ring of Honor had this whole like run where it was pushing the wrong wrestlers, and yep. they're not bad wrestlers. It's just oh. they don't have that star power that say go back to 2019 at that super card show at Madison square garden. How does Marty Skrull not go over in that match? Yeah, he was the, he was the top draw and he never got that world title. And you can say what you want about Marty now, but at the time he should have yeah. been world champion. And Absolutely. Um, he is trying to make a comeback. I don't know if you saw that he's wrestling over in England right now. And I
2: did. Yeah.
0: He started doing some vlogs again these vlogs are you can tell he's not comfortable yet like he's it's super those vlogs are cringe like he is just yeah. not he's trying but i don't know i do believe in second chances i hope it turns around for him but oh it, i don't know i don't, <laughs> I don't know yeah it's but, it's
2: a tough situation it's a delicate mm-hmm. situation obviously but like and you know it brings up the kind of the whole we've seen a lot of discourse this week because of because of Nash Carter and like what yeah. is and what isn't acceptable and, and all of this stuff and like
0: what's true what's not true on top yeah of I it. mean there's
2: there's a lot of pieces there right mm-hmm. um here's what I know uh as a Jew uh you, you can't do what he did <laughs> no you can't do that you can't no. dress up as Hitler yeah uh, and do this so salute. funny
0: how is that How is the other, how are the allegations still the narrative for why he got fired? That's not why he got fired. It's been reported like several times by like, oh, by Dave Meltzer, who said everything that was going to happen at WrestleMania and people called him crazy. He's like, Vince is on the, he's slated to wrestle. on the
2: internal card. Yep.
0: And people were like, oh, you're crazy. Oh yeah. Good job, Meltzer. What happened? Vince ended up fucking wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Meltzer reported that. I think Sean Ross Sapp even reported it. And when Sean Ross Sapp reports it, I'm like, okay, I'm locked in. This guy's never yeah. wrong.
2: Yeah, but it's like, it's like Sap and Russell votes are like the two that you're like, okay, right. Well, that's what happened. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. And then they did an investigation on who is the, the women's wrestler that did that, that brought up the allegations.
2: Um, uh, oh my God. Uh, Kimberly.
0: Kimberly. Yeah, that's right. Um, apparently, it kind of seems like she might not be telling the full story or truth and she deleted her twitter and this is like the touchy subject that i think i've talked about on offended before it's just like this is why people don't take these powerful movements seriously anymore because you have people abusing it for their own personal gain and it's just that's not okay if that's the if that is the case right
2: and that makes it it really really difficult and like i i don't know if you saw but uh Jesus, why am I blanking on his partner's name, Desmond Xavier? Um, his uh, his wife was like, "Dude, I've been there for everything," and she mm-hmm. was like going off like with receipts and like all of this was like this. This just didn't happen the way that she's saying it right. did. And um, I don't think she was disrespectful about it. Like she was just very much like,
1: "This I, didn't I've happen." Seen yeah.
2: This. Like yeah, but uh, yeah, but the I other thing that they, vac- they vacated, the uh, yeah. vacated the titles, vacated the titles
0: vacate another world title for them
2: yeah yeah exactly
0: (laughs) um anyway then on to the last thing of ring of honor wait were we missing a match uh
2: i mean there's a few matches we didn't talk about swerve and zane was great uh lethal and moriarty was really fantastic oh Um, yeah that's what it was that was really great and then lethal with his uh with his turn mm-hmm. at the end and then yeah which led directly into the main event which was That's right. Gresham and Bandito. um i think that covers pretty much yeah. everything oh uh and then, the, and then the women's the the women's uh title match that which they had was... with mercedes and willow i'll tell you one thing willow <laughs> might be the best babyface in the business like pure babyface willow might be the best one
1: (laughs) yeah no she's good man how
2: could you ever root against her man i don't i don't know i don't know how anybody could but you know mercedes is is what she's been like we've talked about uh on on our show like uh but it was it was a fine match Mm -hmm. it was fine. yeah
0: it was nothing spectacular by any means but i mean her willow's moonsault though holy shit i my my butthole puckered up on that one i was like (laughs) oh my god like I thought she broke, um I thought she broke Mercedes's arm on that the way yep. she came down. Yep, but Samoa Joe then coming out. Yeah, what was great is earlier in the night, Sanjay Dutt, who was a producer agent for WWE, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously wrestled for Impact forever. Um, he was it with Ring of Honor at one point too, with like Danielson, all of them too, wasn't he? Um, he came around out. Stout was like, Who is that? And I'm like, That's Sanjay Dutt. This guy was a phenomenal wrestler, and they. He's never wrestled in WWE. I'm like, I would be great if he came back tonight since it's Ring of Honor. Sure as shit, he looks like he's coming out of retirement. And it yep. makes me wonder how many fucking other wrestlers that were producers or agents or coaches even in WWE maybe still wanted to wrestle. Yeah. You look like Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. Like they were coaches yep. in NXT and now they're up back wrestling again. It's like, yep. I, I just don't, I don't get it. Well, uh, Scotty, too hottie. Uh, yeah. Is another one.
2: He's been showing up at, at GCW and also showed mm-hmm. up to control his narrative. So good for him. Um, but, uh, you know, the yeah, it, it's, it's really <laughs> it's, it's really interesting, though. Yeah, I just saw a report that that um, Curtis Axel, Joe Henning is going to get an opportunity to be a producer as well. And yeah, I think there is a, there are a ton of that. They were, they were grooming Samoa Joe to be in that role. Right. But even if we go back to the nineties, I mean, we're talking about when they started doing that with Savage in 94, when they were just like, sit on the commentary table, like Mm -hmm. we don't want you to wrestle anymore. And he
0: wrestled for another, what, 10 years almost. Yeah. Like Mr. Perfect. Even after that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, I don't get it. I don't get that thought process. If they want to keep wrestling, why not use them? I don't get it. But so you got Joe. That happens. That sets up everything for Wednesday night. Joe's back and Rampage. Then we switch over to Rampage to see the main event of another another person that AEW has built into a fucking star in Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh yeah. He, I think, was more over. I kind of think he was more over than Keith Lee was in that match. I think he is too. I yeah. really do. And yeah. they made him look strong by having They kind of flipped the narrative on this where powerhouse Hobbs kind of is the one that gets fucked over in the match yeah. and loses the lead. I thought they did a phenomenal job of keeping him looking strong. Yep. So I don't know. I think powerhouse Hobbs. I kind of want him to get away from team Taz and I want to see, I want to see him just go and go and go yeah. maybe a feud at Wardlow down the line. Oh, pair Hobbs with MJF or something. Oh yeah, that would That's be a great idea. Fucking sweet. Oh, I remembered. I remembered what we missed from Ring of Honor. Tully Blanchard's new client. Oh yeah, the machine. Brian Cage. I actually did not see that coming.
2: I didn't either. Um, it was interesting because, like, I I know nothing of Ninja Mac. I'll, I'll just throw that right out there. But I did watch the uh, the highlights of his Bloodsport match the night before, and was like who the hell is this guy? So I was interested (laughs) in like what was going to happen. And then cage came out and I was like, Oh, what's going to happen is he's going to get destroyed. That's what's going to
0: (laughs) happen. Yep. Um, And I, I don't know if he had like any backstage issues with some of the AEW wrestlers. And that's why they're moving him to the ring of honor side of things. I don't don't know. know. There was some weird shit going on. There's so much, this is what I love about AEW, but also hate about AEW is that they're so good at keeping shit private and it should yeah. be private yeah. but for us it's like yeah i want to know god damn it like what yeah. the fuck like why do cody and the bucks hate each other why did like i, I know, know he says there. they got nothing yeah. but respect but you know there's some weird shit going on um, i mean if you
2: saw their bio this week that was pretty apparent right that they're yeah. that their story is not romantic enough for him and which yeah. is probably true yeah. um but
0: yeah the being the elite jokes that they've been pulling off these last two weeks have been the best what kenny omega pulling out the phone he's like let me call let me call cody up it's weird phone's been disconnected Well, that's <laughs> weird <laughs> their young bucks were there at um where, where were they at south carolina last not this past dynamite the dynamite before yes because yep. their catchphrase is all in but yeah. it looks identical to the exact logo that they had for their all-in show and right I was fucking dying. Cutler's like, huh, that that sign looks awfully familiar. And the Bucks turn around, they're like, what? What? And they, they look over and they see a bunch of hands up in the air, like right next to the all-in sign. He's like, oh yeah, that looks like our, our thing we used to do. That looks like that. He's <laughs> like, no, I was talking about that. The, you know, where it says all-in, it looks like our show. And Matt Jackson just goes, what? The show's called All Out, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic.
2: Fantastic. So good. Yeah.
0: Now into- Staying, fuck, Friday was so fucking packed. The Undertaker retirement speech. I mean, you don't have to hit yeah. on that too long, but I mean, for six straight minutes, the dude couldn't get a word out and was yeah. fighting back emotions and everything. That was, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I mean, that was one of the coolest, I think, that was just one of the coolest wrestling moments I think I've ever seen. It was yeah. just him just getting his respect. I mean, yep still wish we would have gotten a fucking sting match, but what a career. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. And he, uh, I, I, outside of looking like a, like a televangelist, which I actually liked and, and thought fit well, like just him walking around the <laughs> ring with the, with the thing in, uh, I was like, and then like the hair, like, I, like all of it was perfect. I was like, man, this, this man's evangelizing to us, but it was, it was a beautiful a moment good. for him. um, And I actually liked the end, like uh, I. I don't necessarily need to see like a full-on like in-ring Undertaker match again, um, mm-hmm. but I, I liked the like the tease of, you know, if something were to come together. And and the one thing that I, that I could think of was, man, if they could somehow do a cinematic with him and Sting, right. um, like I don't know how you do it, uh, because there's no way Sting ever goes back. Like I just don't ever see that happening. But I was like that. That to me is the one thing. Um, that, that we never got, that we could get, that and if they do it cinematic style, you get a lot of, uh, you know, we we've seen, we saw it with them. Not to say that Sting can't go, and that Taker couldn't go either because they both could, but there's no way Vince is going to let them. Uh, so, God, no. but yeah, other than that, yeah, it was great. Um, I do owe an apology because I had heard so many times that Sid was going in, and Sid did not go in. So this is our campaign, Sid 2023, get his ass in the Hall of Fame um but I thought everyone was good this year I thought it was a really stacked class
0: it was a stacked class and I would imagine Triple H is going to head the class next year but wasn't Batista supposed to be inducted last year
2: yes and I I saw something that said for some reason one reason or another he would probably not be available for Dallas but because next year's in LA that he might he might be
0: going in oh he's filming Guardians right now that's why
2: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. that's totally why. Um, so we'll see. So you said you want Sid in the Hall of Fame. Is that your number one guy that you want in the WWE Hall of Fame?
2: uh definitely like number one guy that like hasn't been active in the last twenty years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I would say that that's my guy. Yeah,
0: I for me, it's gonna sound controversial. I'm not even gonna say it. Chris Pittwell. Um <laughs> no, but the guy I think that should be in the Hall of Fame, which will never happen because in for understandable circumstances is Owen Hart. I mean
2: Yeah. Oh well for me, oh, for sure, me too. Yeah. That that one, like if the the minute she releases it, they will do it. But yeah, there's no way she's ever gonna do it. And no, that's she's okay. gonna
0: she's gonna sell the rights to AEW probably. Yep. So it will probably never happen. Um yep. and I doubt the kids will ever allow it to so yep but now going into Saturday finally Friday was just jam packed Saturday starting off with NXT stand deliver the show is okay it's wasn't wasn't spectacular it wasn't like a takeover by any means uh, the ladder match I thought was great I thought the, that was a great match Um, except for I cannot fucking stand Grayson Waller I cannot stand that guy that's very you could just tell the dude is not a. I think you look at him and it's like, this is a guy that WWE clearly took. He was a college athlete that they took, never watched wrestling because his movements are very weird. And he's going to yeah. fucking hurt somebody one of these times. Like, or himself. When he dude, jumped I off he, the ladder, I he broke
2: his arm. Same.
0: The way he went into that ladder, he did not like tuck how you're supposed to tuck or keep your head tucked. He went in just like, it looked like a jackass stunt it literally looked like a bill's mafia video of somebody just jumping off a car through a table like what are you doing dude like you're asking to get hurt i i don't know i can't stand him i can't stand him or the guy that champa wrestled because champa was clearly coaching him throughout the entire match yeah on what to do you could hear him say all right let's go like yeah let's do this I do think Tony
2: um, is like a little more like naturally skilled than Grayson, but it's like, yeah. but he shouldn't be in that position right now.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it should. Yeah. Exactly. It should not have been him to push, to give Champa his last match in NXT. Honestly, it probably should have been, um, I want to call him Pablo Escobar fucking
2: <laughs> Santos. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: thank you. Yeah. That would be great. Like he's good. Yeah. Grimes is great. Finally like Grimes gets his moment in NXT. It's long yep. overdue the main event braun breaker's a dork he's a total dork but he's a total steiner so it's kind of cool at the same time yeah but yeah yeah um my gripe with nxt and this is what i worry about for wwe and it's kind of it's it's totally moving into the main roster too like what we talked about earlier wwe is totally going backwards and it's not that like they're going backwards into the 80s they're going backwards into the worst era ever in WWE. They're going back into that early '90s era, where everything admit, was yep. yep, everything was so cartoonish. Every yep. person had a weird gimmick. Like fucking Pete Dunne is basically. I cannot picture the movie of the little kid who like is scrappy as shit. He's scrappy dude. Yeah. That's what yeah.
2: he is. He is scrappy do.
0: It's yeah. so stupid. They make him look like a child.
2: Let me at him. Let me at him. And yeah yeah
0: fuck that's it that's totally what i was looking for for like the last three weeks now of watching
2: (laughs) yes he's scrapping budge
0: budge (laughs) 2.0 um like every every gimmick in nxt right now is just it's like just let them be them just we're past that we're past the the cartoonish gimmicks like unless like you're the undertaker and can pull off something that's just once in a lifetime
2: and i think that's the thing is like luchasaurus is that way and he is one of like three on that show Mm -hmm. that's it it's not a whole show built around it it's not a whole company built around it
0: like house of black has their gimmick but it's like but at the same time they're still kind of being them in some way shape or form totally um the one thing that's my buddy david brought up to me this past week when we were watching xt and it just i was like holy shit i never even thought about this Rocky Maivia would be perfect for NXT right now. Like original Rocky Maivia, the the guy we all couldn't stand. That would be the rock now. Like if, if you take these wrestlers, we were talking, we had a full blown conversation about this where It's like, if you take these wrestlers like stone cold, the rock triple H, even Michaels, I don't think they get over in today's WWE because they would be stuck in ringmaster. They'd be stuck as Rocky Maivia they'd be stuck as a rocker. They'd be stuck as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Like they would never evolve into what they became. Like, yeah, it's, and now you have WWE pumping in the fake crowd noise during the live shows. We're never, they're going to manipulate every show from here on out. Daniel Bryan wrestlers like Bryan and punk will never happen ever again for WWE. No, they will get whatever they want now. And that's, That's the scary thing. I don't know. If I was a wrestler, I would not want to go to WWE right now. Like, sure, they're going to pay you a lot of money, but at the end of the day, you're going to be happy. And I hope it works out for Mr. Cody Rhodes, but I I don't know. Um, Dolph retaining the NXT title, though, at Stand Deliver, shocked the hell out of me.
2: Me too. Uh, There's no way I thought that was happening.
0: No, not at all. I'm happy for him, dude! Finally, when he, given... when he hit
2: the kick, I was like, "Oh, he's just gonna grab the rope because of because of where they were." Right, and then he that did. didn't happen. And I was like, <laughs> "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and really, they just did it so I guess he could win it Monday, which made no sense. But yeah,
0: uh, so is he called yeah. up or what? Like, yeah, that didn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, so um and then I mean, and then you know, Tuesday uh, Breaker beats uh, Gun uh clean um his name is so, walter and then just sends him sends him to smackdown apparently
0: oh sends him to smackdown as wearing a german flag because we didn't know he was german and he's not german oh, No, he? yeah. <laughs> he's austrian yeah austrian <laughs> yeah um his new music sucks too on top of it yep Dude, so now we have gunther
2: Out. and ludwig uh and we don't have Fabian Eichner, uh, oh. our Italian stallion. They just left him down in NXT. So this
0: is literally hurting my brain. He's
2: going to be the bodyguard for Tony D'Angelo soon. Uh, I mean, is I don't that know if really? that that's actually going to happen, but I <laughs> but I feel like they're like, ah, oh, you're Italian. Why don't you go oh hang out with him?
0: God. Mafioso the, style. One thing I will say, though, that I popped my ass off for, that was AJ Galanti uh, being the manager at NXT. If you don't know who oh, he yeah. is. This kid is awesome. I mean, how is there not a movie about him yet? I have no idea. Dude oh, just yeah. grow, grew up rich with his... I don't know if you saw the Netflix documentary. the Un, I think it's oh, called yeah. Untold. I think yep. it's what it was called. Yeah. Um, basically, it's just a mobster, real-life mobster, who gave his son, AJ Galanti, the keys to the kingdom to a minor league hockey team, and he turned it into like a WWE thing. They became the most over thing in the world are in that league and it's just so cool like the twist and turns throughout that whole thing and it's like you hate him at first and then as it progresses it's like this kid's fucking actually cool as shit like he just wants to be loved and he just wants to respect everything but he knows how to market stuff like kid is honestly a genius for how young he was um yeah but seeing him get to go out in the ring just living in the moment you know that was like his inner child was just I mean I would be marking out uh, yeah. Tommaso Ciampa totally got a cool ass send off doing the Triple H and the Shawn Michaels and then Hunter mm-hmm. coming out Hunter coming out and giving him a hug man like that shows you the respect that Tommaso got absolutely um, do you think him and Gargano or AEW bound to be do you think that's what Gargano was waiting on to kind of reunite with him DIY young bucks maybe
2: uh, I think it's a, it's probably like an 80% possibility at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because Chompa didn't show up this week, which mm-hmm. makes me think that, okay, they know he's out the door and yep. that's where we're going.
0: So I think his contract expired this past week, if I'm not mistaken.
2: The only other option I could see for Chompa that would mean something right now that I think they would potentially do is put him with Edge and Priest. Yeah the that's the only other thing i can see that he would that he could stay or maybe would stay for you know unless they were like hey we're gonna give you the the you know the moon and the stars kid but i don't think that's happening right so if that's not happening then yeah i think diy is is AEW bound
0: i hope so that i love him i'm a huge gargano guy huge gargano guy and i want to see gargano just go i want to see gargano against danielson more than anything Mm -hmm. um Yeah, Ciampa totally got that send-off. That was fucking cool shit. Um, Well-deserved for him. Now, go into WrestleMania. Night one. Spectacular. Um, Spectacular. I mean, we were talking about how much WrestleMania was probably going to suck. Man, were we wrong. Yep. (laughs) Show was phenomenal. Both nights.
2: And you and I were texting about this, but it's like, it shows they have the capability. They just have no continuity, no consistency but they have the capability to put on the big spectacle. Um, And they made it work both days. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there wasn't anything that was like truly awful. There were things that weren't as good, but there wasn't anything that was just like, get this off my screen necessarily. I mean, some people felt that way about Rhonda, which is fine. Um, But I think in general, like, man, they knocked it out of the park. It's one of the best WrestleManias they've had since probably 31.
0: It's a top five for me, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big jackass guy. I mean, jackass hockey and wrestling are like my three favorite things. And to see the perfect <laughs> mixture of a crossover with that Knoxville match. Oh, yeah. We're just going to talk about both WrestleManias as one whole yep. thing. Perfect. So, yep. Um, this is Knoxville. Knoxville, Sami Zayn was one of my favorite matches of the weekend. I just fell in love with that match. They did it perfectly. It is might be the greatest comedy match I think I've ever seen. Um,
2: yeah.
0: That we men, but with the body slam stealing the show party boy actually doing the party boy thing i was like oh he they have like they toned him down it's a so stupid yeah. that he started doing it. i was like holy shit it's awesome um
2: i was listening to uh uh sarath um also known as Makazi, who's uh, mm-hmm. uh sasha bank's husband and mm-hmm. he was talking about he was the one who designed the thong for pontius <laughs> and i was like good for you man that's that's awesome that's awesome, awesome.
0: um uh, the fucking the hand popped me the giant hand but it was so good The finish may have been botched with the mousetrap. Yeah. But I thought it was absolutely perfect because it just reminds me of a jackass skit when they're always like, What happened? Where's the thing? And then it happens. Like, (laughs) yep. I was like, That's perfect. That was absolutely (laughs) perfect.
2: And I thought um, I'd like someone said, uh, this clearly shows like Johnny Knoxville's like understanding of a mouse trap that he immediately knew what was wrong. Yes, he knew <laughs> like, exactly what was wrong. It <laughs> yes. was like, yeah, this guy gets it. Uh.
0: Uh, the funniest, one of the funniest parts is when Sammy couldn't get the table out from under the ring and the legs go under the bat and you could see him just go, they cut away really quickly. He just goes, motherfucker. And, like, throws it back under. I, I thought, thought that was going to be Wee
2: Man. Like, I yeah. thought, like, Wee Man would have been under there doing mm-hmm. that, and then when he didn't come out, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird, but. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Well, yeah. I thought the apron was going to get, just take down the entire mousetrap. So I'm like, this is not going to work. They're all yeah. going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. But, no, that match, that's that's in my top five for my favorite matches of the weekend. It's like,
2: dude, it was so good. I wrote, uh, I wrote this down because, because I, I was just thinking it while I was watching it. I said, I love good pro wrestling, and I love good sports entertainment. Um, <laughs> I said I was sports entertained to the highest level in that yep. match, <laughs> and you know we we've been hearing that Daniel Bryan, and it's true, is the perfect professional wrestler. Sami Zayn might be the perfect sports entertainer. Yeah. Um, that guy is so good. They give him the weirdest, most ridiculous stuff. And but two WrestleMania's in a row with celebrity presence, like they clearly value him and Mm -hmm. loved and him, like he said that it was one of the greatest moments of his life, like and one of the greatest matches he's ever had.
0: Who yeah. I mean, listen to that crowd during it. I mean, that crowd is all over it, and yeah. Um, Sami Zayn, like what you said, he just knocks everything out of the park with he's given such a shit fucking angle and that's no disrespect to johnny knoxville that's just the way WWE presented everything yeah um and he just knocks it out of the park who was who did he wrestle last year WrestleMania? it
2: was i think he wrestled owens but logan paul was there
0: Is that's that right, right. Yep, yeah yep yep that's right um but uh yeah i mean <laughs> knoxville hitting that tornado ddt i was like suck it fuego that was awesome <laughs> that was um crazy. Then let's see, WrestleMania, the only match I will say that I was like, okay, this can stop, was the Bobby Lashley yeah, almost match. Too long. Yeah, yeah, almost just, yikes. Just uh, yeah. a big dude, that's all it is.
2: Yeah, it's, um, it, it, I think it's it, it's obviously like super hard to just be that now, especially right. like with the presentation they do. Um, And frankly, they killed his mystique, because he lost, yep. so yep. okay. Well, now he has MVP. Maybe that's something. It's definitely at least a mouthpiece. But in terms of like, he's never going to be Kane. He's never going to be the Undertaker no. in the ring. He's the great Khali in the ring.
0: Yep. He's going to be the so, great Khali. Sooner or later, he's going to walk out with some weird basket. It's going to be covered for months. Like Rowan, not going to know what's in it. Then it's just a big, dumb, the worst looking thing. Worst animatronic spider you've ever seen. The worst. I was like, it's I can't believe worst. that's what it was. Like, yeah. that's it man they could um, they could
2: have done something awesome but they wouldn't cuz they know no. they don't think about it beforehand they never Probably think don't. about it beforehand they just say ah this is what we're doing tonight the end right um yeah that that match was was definitely the worst of the of of the weekend oh yeah um
0: and the but, the only well, my major gripe with the wrestlemania's in both nights was the video packages like the hyping up the next night and then showing what happened the night before and they showed like so much of it Yep. It's like if you add all that time up, you're telling me you couldn't give a match to Finn Balor or Ricochet on either night. Right. Right. Like, come on. It's just. Yeah. I didn't. That's my only thing. I was. I am glad
2: that they were able to give the New Day their match. It was a very short match. I'm glad they at least got to go out there. They got to look like Big E. And I'll tell you what. Xavier needs to change his attire to that attire. That dude looked so jacked in the singlet. Yeah, he did.
0: I was like, "Holy
2: shit, this guy needs to rock the singlet from now on." Yep. Like, he no more pants. This this is what this guy needs to look dude, like.
0: Dude, he looked jacked in it, and then he had Kofi.
2: <laughs> and then there's Kofi, and then there's Maude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> but um,
2: I love Kofi. Uh, but, but it definitely was not the same fit on him. No, uh, not at all.
0: Not at all. Um, my second favorite match of the week happened on night one, though. Becky Lynch, Bianca amazing, Belair. Amazing match. That match was incredible. That I yeah. think was both of their best matches they've ever done. 100%. Um, oh, actually, now that I think about it, I forgot how good the Charlotte Becky match at Evolution was. That match, that
2: was, that was, f- that was a great. great, that really was a great match. Yeah.
0: Um, but I mean, these two stole the show. I think these yep. two, you take away Austin, you take away the celebrity matches and stuff. I think yep. this match genuinely steals the show for both nights. Um, 100%. That crowd ate up everything. The crowd was split 50 50. And then I call it the Adam Cole Gargano turn where if you're good at what you do, the heel can make you cheer for the baby face. No matter what, no matter how much you like them. And yep. Adam Cole and Gargano always perfected that in their matches. And Becky and Bianca, I think, perfected that in this match. And absolutely, it was incredible from start to finish. They had that weird little botch where they went for the roll up, but somehow made that work. And yeah. it was just good. It was just fantastic. And at first, not gonna lie, when Becky hit the rock bottom again at the beginning, I was like, are they gonna do this again? Like, I, I thought it was flashbacks to
2: Sheamus and Brian. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> or, yeah, that was my like. No way, they're not doing that again. Ugh.
0: But man, yeah. I mean, it paid off for once. The storytelling yep. in that feud made sense, and it yep. it all paid off. I remember how mad I was at SummerSlam watching that. Yep. It's like that's how they did it. If that was actually their plan, this is why I'm. But that's, the that's why I'm not that's giving the all the credit. Yep. Because I don't think this was their plan from the beginning. It's the
2: same thing as, the, again, to go back to Daniel Bryan. Like, it mm-hmm. is not, it was not their plan. And they adjusted because they had to. Yep. Uh, and because Bianca's a star and they, they mm-hmm. were able to make that work and they were able to make that very clear over the last couple of months. But it was not the plan. I no. You cannot convince me because I know what WWE does. <laughs> they, yep. They don't think long
0: term. No, they don't. No, they do not. So, but um, it worked. Now it, it looks did. great. <laughs> Yep. It looked like it was all part of the plan, even though it wasn't, but fantastic. I, I got to tell
2: you though, the, the first, like the first holy shit moment of the night was when Bianca got kicked in the face and I <laughs> sat there yeah. and I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, i was like she broke her orbital bone like that mm-hmm. was my first reaction i i was like telling my wife i was like i, I don't I, I don't know what just happened but it is clear she was not to take it all on the face because when they showed that replay you saw the like full oh, yeah. face like move like i was like oh my god and it never it didn't bruise or black during the match which i thought was like really insane right because then if you saw her the next day at raw it, it was, was like, like just
0: yeah you got shut. kicked
2: right in the eye yeah <laughs> But holy shit. And to just like go out there and just shrug it off and then and then that that KOD at the end was the best one she's ever done.
0: Yes, it was. I mean,
2: what a perfect time for it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing.
0: And that the crowd, give credit to that Dallas crowd too. I mean, they were hot both nights mm-hmm. for the entire show, both shows. I mean, yep. they did I mean, I have to give them a lot of credit. They were dead for NXT, but I think anybody would be dead for that right now. I mean, NXT yep. is just it's they're struggling. Yep. But uh, another match i was kind of i liked but i was thought like that was it was the edge aj styles match yeah that was kind yeah. of slow and yeah. i don't know if that was the maybe that was the plan but edge's entrance on the other hand was fucking sweet like yeah he's like just morphing all of his old gimmicks into this like final boss basically edge and yeah, exactly yeah it's just it's cool shit even though it's very reminiscent of house of black now <laughs> I like, Loved what Brody said. I, I loved it that, too. But... <laughs> it's hilarious. So many people get so butthurt over the little you could clearly tell he was joking, and it's just yep. like, Jesus Christ. It's yep. Bots. Fucking bots. Bots. <laughs> um, um, I-, I liked
2: the I liked the end with priests coming out. Um and uh, you know, it wasn't much, but like mm-hmm. I liked the like the little hesitation, which is all which is all you need in a match like that. Um, but yeah, it was um it, it was a little slow and you know edge in general is kind of a you know he's he's obviously not the flashiest guy but he has a lot of stuff and we saw we've seen the things he can do like what he did with rollins and things like that but it's uh you know it it was pretty par for the course for me what i thought edge was going to give us um and i figured that edge and aj would probably have the longest matches on wrestlemania because both of them typically do without each other so um but yeah it was it was fine it was
0: yeah yeah it was i mean i don't know I think I think just styles is just getting older and he can't do all the shit he used to do. I think that's just yeah. settling yeah. in for me, unfortunately. And that's what I'm like, that's damn bad. it. Um, yeah. Rick Boogs, that was tough to watch. You oh, can totally yeah. tell the that was called short, unfortunately. Um yeah. hopefully he gets better. But I mean, maybe a blessing in the skies for Shinsuke a little bit. Yep. I, I hate yeah. saying that, but
2: and, and maybe a blessing for Boogs too, because I think mm-hmm. like I think he can come back and be like that's pretty strong mid Carter. Um, yep. With his gimmick, I think if they tweak him, like that dude's really talented and he mm-hmm. looks great. Um, make him Rick Rude, man. <laughs> no shit.
0: You know who's <laughs> but, a fucking star for WWE, and he's Logan showing it. Paul. <laughs> he looks good. I hate saying it. He looks good.
1: <laughs> good man.
0: His chest after the match, though, you could tell they like, oh, they did, they were not taking it easy on him. Like, oh, you think no. you can do this? And no, he, after the show, he was like. That that shit's not that shit's not fake. Not like, yeah, I'm hurting. Yeah. Like, yep. Like, good for you, yeah. man. That made me respect you a little more, just he, a little. Bit. He
2: of of celebrities, like he is definitely like the most pro wrestling celebrity in general oh, yeah. already, right? Mm-hmm. Just because of his persona, but like that dude looked the part. Like, you would not like if you were just a casual guy who didn't know anything about him, you would just think he was a normal wrestler. Like,
0: yeah. he looked <laughs> but, the part. Did the hit the three amigos in a frog splash perfectly?
2: That crowd was so pissed. It oh yeah, amazing. he was.
0: But then when he hit the frog splash, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, good yeah, job. The, like, yeah, you got it. You did it. It's like maybe With you are a fan.
2: Yeah. Um, oh no, sorry. Who were you going to say is a star for them?
0: <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I forgot already. Uh Chad Gable is the fucking oh my God, star dude. man. The man. Finally letting him be him, not only that, but be like fucking Kurt Angle. mean what, the- what
2: you and I have been preaching.
0: Yeah. His shush. I mean, he is pure gold on the mic right now. He can wrestle. His moonsault is spot spot on the Kurt Angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that match was a fun fucking match. That triple so threat match. Good, good opener was So yeah. good. Um, with Riddle hitting that RK bro off the top rope, and then Orton coming in hitting his own, the crowd just double popping at the same time. I mean, yeah, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal start. And that wrestlemania we were supposed to get riddle against orton and apparently randy orton like went to vince was like i am not breaking up with this dude like yeah. i want to be his tag team partner for a long time Kinda when he like,
2: said what he said on rod uh you know a week or two back where he was mm-hmm. like this is literally the most fun i'm having it's also what he said in interviews recently yep. like he's just mm-hmm. like this is fun for me and yep. i like this
0: <laughs> well and riddle is supposed to win the royal rumble and orton pushed <laughs> <He> also- <laughs> for him
2: he also he also said that Riddle grows his favorite strain, and that's that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fucking yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see Riddle win this year at the yeah, Royal Rumble.
0: I think he he's either going to win the Rumble or I think he's going to win Money in the Bank. I think yeah for sure. Riddle's a made star, and they yeah they struck gold with him. They really did. Yeah. um Let's see what else. Let's go to Brock Roman we're saving that we're saving the the thing for last for WrestleMania but for sure Brock Roman that was the best match that those two have ever had they've after seven years they finally got one match that the crowd actually gave a shit about yeah and it was it was just good it wasn't overdone the spots were good um Roman from what I've heard actually did get hurt in the match but it wasn't on the Kimura. it was on something it's so on something like super simple, like right before that. And I don't think it's a mm. super bad injury, but yeah. I think his arm it was, was like, either out of place, but you could tell there was bruising pulled, already happening.
2: Like you could see him literally put it back in place when he grabbed when the rope, he pulled the rope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God damn. Fuck that. Like I can't, and then, and then to go out and have to pull put the title up you know, twice. You like, could tell like, he was hurting too. Him, like, yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't,
0: it's like when Finn Ballard dislocated his shoulder, uh-huh. When you see Balor, you see Balor. I mean, like he I mean he's yep. like giving it everything he has. It's like, dude, just switch your arm. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck. yeah, but I mean that match that was good. It was a good match. That's yeah. so and kudos to Brock at the end, for squeezing his neck, saying thank you. It's like you know these two love each other. Like yeah, man, these two are pretty fucking close they have to be brock to Lesnar's so real together. life
2: face turn is the most interesting thing in the world to be i love it uh it's, it's awesome man i mm-hmm. love cowboy brock i love uh, i always call him goro as you know uh i love goro brock <laughs> like that's my dude so yeah uh yeah but he's uh yeah i loved the little squeeze at the end of just like mm-hmm. thanks we did it yeah
0: it just seems like brock's just loving life right now it's just cool to see because you you heard all these other things about how big of an asshole he is behind the scenes it doesn't seem like that anymore no um, and I
2: wish, like, and, and some of it is, like, we know that he's a natural talent at everything mm-hmm. he does. Um, I know that. But, like, he could really teach people how to get more with less. He's probably the he's best person that's ever that. done that. Yeah.
0: Apparently, he's. I, I, I
2: heard that he was watching, like, the women's matches and, mm-hmm. and things like that. It was, like, that was cool. He's yeah.
0: apparently been working with Theory a lot. Like, showing, oh, really? Like, sitting yeah. down and, like, with that shows and being, that. like, you could work, yeah. like, you could do this, this, this. It's, like, that's fucking, that's just cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of theory, forgot about this match. Pat McAfee is fucking awesome, and him coming out the Seventh Nation Army, it, dude, that was cool as shit. I love he just wrestled in exactly what he was wearing when he was commentating. <laughs> yep. um, Pat Pat McAfee's tied with Excalibur for me for my favorite announcers. They're just. I,
2: I wrote down that I, if I could get those two on every show, I'd probably watch every show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would because I'll tell you, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee together like are really good, and they're yeah. so much better than the three man booth on Raw. Mm-hmm. Like great, and Graves is good. I, I don't want to take anything away from Graves because he's good, but he he's really saddled with two people who I don't think are very good. Like yeah, he uh, isn't. yeah. Jimmy's fine, but he's not. He's okay. He's, he's nothing like outstanding. Like no. just there's no there's not a lot of personality to him. And then Byron is all personality and no substance. So <laughs> I do like
0: hard. when. Byron and Graves give each other shit, because you can tell yeah. they're trying to, who they try, they're trying to make each other laugh at some point. You yeah. can always tell when they do, because you hear a little giggle every now and then, yeah. the mic goes silent, like really quickly. I think that's, yeah. I get a kick out of that, but other than that, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I wish Nigel would come back over and be a announcer on Raw or something, but yeah, Pat McAfee, man, dude's just good. He's just he good. a decent wrestler. I remember, I'm a big Barstool guy, so I remember when that show they showed a lit a little bit of it during like the video package of him with uh buck rogers and yeah. uh, i remember watching that it's like four or five episodes long it's like an hour long of him training and he's like this sucks this hurts and it's like i remember that like this dude was yeah just wants to be a wrestler i love it yep um that was cool <laughs> the standard <stunner to> events <laughs> then the, the, the start of the theory theory just launches in the air for you
2: theory man theory and saxton where you just know they were like i get to do this and i'm gonna make the most of it
0: (laughs) and then mcafee just doing the slow fall back with the spitting the beer out as he's (laughs) falling backwards was hilarious then he got the vince holy shit vince just stop getting in the ring vince
2: has never taken a stutter well uh this was the worst one (laughs) yes um but oh austin cracking up can we give so much credit (laughs) to the wwe production team because they yes. made that look amazing in the follow-ups in the recaps, <laughs> they, did.
0: they totally did Dude, they, they did that quick cut and the beer spitting yeah. out but austin cracking up was great my favorite so part funny. about that whole thing though was the camera cut to mcafee chugging the beer on the outside <laughs> on the just yes yeah oh that's so, so good. good now the overall thing Yeah, The Undertaker's retirement speech. Triple H to kick off night two, putting his boots in the ring, officially retiring. Then what I think should have closed the second night, I still stand by this because when night one ended, it felt like a culmination of 30 plus years of this man's career. And it was one of the most perfect endings to a career I think I've ever seen. We've all wanted one more match, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't know if I when the match started, I was like, uh oh, he's looking old. He's looking slow. And then the more beer he was drinking, the faster and better he got. It's just <laughs> hey, Popeye with spinach, man. Give give yep. the man his beer. I don't know if they planned it like that, but I mean, yeah. Knowing Stone Cold, he probably did plan it like that. Because that's just Stone Cold. But yeah. Owen's coming out, calling out Austin, doing the KO show. I was like, oh, where is this gonna go? How is this gonna end? Yeah. and when he's like i tricked you and pulled you out for a match i was yeah. actually at Stadium. i was at a roller like a roller rink at the yeah. time when this was going on and right. i had my phone was blowing up you're we like are you watching this i'm like no What did also do just give him a start he's like no the bell fucking rang and i'm like what and i said yeah. to kate i'm like you made me
2: miss this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like yeah, man. rushed home to watch it. Like, holy shit! I, I, like I, I didn't until the
2: bell rang. Even I was like, mm-hmm. they're not doing a match. Yeah, because even like even when Owens was like, I'm challenging you to do a fight, I was like, okay. And then the ref came out, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> give me a goddamn referee. Uh, and I was like, holy shit! The only the only gripe I have with the match is I wish Austin would have taken the shirt off. That's all. I, <laughs> like, that's it. And I get why. I do. Right. Uh, I mean, the man's 57 years old. I get it. But he was clearly in great shape. I mean, yeah. his arms are bigger than they've ever been.
0: Like, like dude, the he dude looks good man. jacked. Man. Yeah.
2: Um, Taking a fucking and,
0: concrete bump.
2: Yeah. Holy shit. And I'll tell you, we we've known this for a long time, just in general, like his, his just uh, psychology, obviously, and, and just his, his knowledge, He is probably the smartest him and Goldberg are the two smartest people in the world because they just rocked the bald head and the goatee or the beard, because guess what? You're going to look like that forever. You don't have to come out looking like, like a a tattered up version of yourself because guess what? You just look the same. You just look like you added some gray. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) Smartest entertainers ever.
0: (laughs) So true though. It's so true. Fucking. Oh my God, dude. I literally had a tear in my eye watching it though. It's just like, and then when Triple H, the next night when Triple H put his boots in the ring, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. This is like the final chapter of my childhood. The book just Baker, closed Austin, tonight. Triple H. That's yeah. it. Yep. Boom. So all that happened and I'm like, is this show going to end with The Rock coming out and challenging nope. Roman to next year's mania? Yeah. And because I still think that's the plan is Roman Rock next year. But I was like, I kind of hope it doesn't happen because I just don't want to be. I'm mean, the not like I'm going to watch the shows anyways. Because I mean, Monday night right. just solidified that for me. But oh my God. Yes. It was, I was like, I really hope it's not another year long build. Like, because it's just like you, it just ruins the entire, it ruins every story moving forward for it the does. rest of that year. It does. And that was the biggest gripe about Cena Rock. Yep. But to their credit, they did put the title on Punk then to where you didn't have to worry then then it was like okay now we're we're freed up again but you know it's going to be for the title because for whatever reason wwe thinks a roman rock match needs to have the title when it doesn't it doesn't need to have it at all you can just lean into the family stuff that's it or you can lean into the greatest
2: wwe entertainer of all time like there's a lot of different ways you can go without the title
0: yeah use that use the title to help i don't know elevate somebody else who would have thought i mean they
2: didn't need Austin to have the title, Austin and, and Owens, right? Yep. They, you don't right. need your main event to have a title.
0: Nope. So, nope. yeah. But uh, Austin, man, that was just beautiful. That was just a was. beautiful, beautiful send-off. And finally got the match everybody's been asking for. Finally got his last match, official last match. And, yeah, man, I swear to God, if Saudi Arabia somehow convinces Stone Cold to have a match over there, I'm going to be so pissed me too because this All was right. the this is the perfect ending
2: absolutely and and i think not just the match that night but him getting to come out the next night with vince was like okay this is this really feels like the cap like it's mm-hmm. this is uh cherry on top as we always talk about but it really was like a that's the it, that's it the end we've yep. we've seen our last stunner on mcmahon uh we've seen our last beer bath and it feels good and we can yep. be happy with where that ended
0: yep definitely um you said you wanted to bring up something about Monday night. Okay. About raw. <laughs> the
2: So there's the old saying that the greatest trick, uh, the devil ever pulled is convincing people that he didn't exist. Right. So. Uh, the greatest trick WWE ever pulled was getting me to watch Monday night raw after WrestleMania. Yep. Um, I was invested we, because.
0: We've totally <laughs> forgot that? a match. We, we, totally... did.
2: <laughs> we did. We did. We did. We did forget one of the biggest matches. So we'll, we'll jump back into that. Um, but holy cow! What a like, what a disappointing show. I'll tell you, like SmackDown, felt a little more like the Raw after Manias of mm-hmm. of years past, just like with what they were doing, um, and like and even how it ended. But like, uh, just some very odd things happening on Raw, and like did not feel like a big deal. And the crowd was like, which we know the crowd is tired; they've been there all week. Um, but like, the crowd was was not great, and they were just kind of going to business for themselves, of course. And uh, but guess guess when the crowd doesn't do that. When you give them a reason not to, and they didn't give them a reason not to on Monday. Um, and, and that's that's a real shame. Um, but yes, let's jump back uh, before we talk about the opening of Raw, uh, because that doesn't happen if uh, Saturday doesn't happen. Yep. Um,
0: and it was cool as shit. I have to say it was cool as shit. Cody Rhodes coming out. First of all, what Rollins was wearing, I want one and I want to wear it all the time. I loved it. Seth Rollins is amazing, man. He's fucking he's on another level. He is, what man. I think is hilarious though, the day before at the Hall of Fame ceremony, he called Dave Meltzer a moron. So Dave Meltzer did not rate the Seth Rollins Cody Rhodes match from WrestleMania, which I'm like, it's so, it. petty, but it's so petty. It's so funny that these two hate each other so much for real. Yeah. Like
2: <laughs> Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um they uh so I I just when he when he walked out, I said. Man, I fucking love Seth Rollins. Uh, and that <laughs> robe was amazing. The whole outfit was amazing. Um, Another one where uh, Sarath was talking about how when they were talking about it, they he said they talked about it way back in January when they didn't know exactly what was going to happen. They had a thought, but they didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he was basically like, I just want to put you in like a wedding dress. Um, that was his original like thing. Like he wanted to put him in like white lace and all the stuff. And he said, I'm thankful I didn't because Carmelo came out rocking the white lace wedding dress. Um, he was like, but we changed it to black lace. And he's like, I think it's one of the best, the best things I've ever done. And I was like, it was, it was amazing. It really
0: (laughs) was. It was fantastic. That's one of the best attires I've ever seen in wrestling. It's like a mix of Shawn Michaels and sensational Sherry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but, uh, uh, when when kingdom hit uh, well when the the uh, wrestling is more than one royal family, family hit
0: the, um, duh, duh. oh my god
2: it just like that whole crowd erupted the mm-hmm. only the only pop that was bigger was austin's yep. um mm-hmm. but like holy cow um that crowd was pumped it was weird seeing him back mm-hmm. uh it was yeah i loved everything about the presentation and him coming out
0: and it was a good match too. It was it was, it was one of the best matches of it was WrestleMania. A really good match. It was a totally it was a total Cody Rhodes match. Yeah. And I wonder if I wonder if he signed when he signed the contract when he was because I've read with, like the interviews that he did for like variety and stuff. And it's like, which by the way, if he's doing interviews for Variety magazine and like all these like GQ and stuff, people want to say wrestling's not big wrestling is fucking massive right now. People need to stop oh, yeah. looking at the television ratings and all that. That shit does not matter. Wrestling no. is on top of the fucking world right now. It is. Um, but yeah, him saying that, like, he's he gotta let me be me. I wonder if it's in his contract that he gets to book some of his matches, or just have, gets to do the rundowns for his matches and not right. work a WWE-style match. We will see on Monday when he wrestles the Miz, the most WWE style uh right. man there is. Yes. It's like, "Hey, hey Dan, uh, Brian Danson, you're going to wrestle Kenny Omega in your first televised match on TV." "Hey Cody Rhodes, you're going to wrestle The Miz." There's a difference. <laughs> I love The Miz.
2: Uh I love I The Miz, too. but it, it is it's different. And I, I but again, if you're if you're the top sports entertainment company and that's what you want to be, you put your top sports entertainer out there, I guess, 100%. against the guy that you just brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I think your top sports entertainer is Sami Zayn, neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. But you know, Miz is the gatekeeper in that way, and uh, that's fine. I don't want it to be a long feud. I hope it's a one and done. Um, yeah. I don't know what you do with Cody while you're holding him off for Roman, though.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And it seems like, are they gonna? Are the titles unified? Are they not unified? They're not like. That is
2: still unclear to me, yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: Because it kind of seems like Shinsuke is just going for the Universal title. It doesn't seem like it's for the WWE Championship. Right. It's so weird. Um, But that's also a problem
2: with the naming things because, like, it's very unclear if it's actually unified or. Like one person called it the Unified Universal Championship, which sounds awful. One person called it the Unified World Heavyweight Championship. And I'm like, can we just settle on WWE we- Championship? If that's what yeah. we're doing, like if it's just
0: going to be one title, can we just call it the <laughs> WWE Championship but- or bring back Big Goldie? Because that's the best title there is.
2: Yeah, oh, I would love I, lo- I would love the big gold. It's the one I use the most in WWE 2K22. Same. Uh, shameless Same. plug. Love that title. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you, uh, I think top three things i i genuinely popped for um probably up in that top three was the stardust cartwheel and the star uh the star the star fade um mm-hmm. holy shit i was just like i cannot believe he did it and i loved this is where i was like graves you need to get away from this group because graves talking about because they were like oh uh you know what a showboating and he's like no that's him shedding his skin that's him yeah. shedding the past and yeah. i was like Yeah, man, that's the way you do it. And I just love that he did it.
0: Oh, it's great. It was great. But then the match was good. Glad Cody went over. He should have. Yeah. You go to Monday night, though, he doesn't get that big of a pop Monday night. And it was kind of like I was reading reports saying that the crowd was into him. There wasn't, there was some booing, but not a lot of booing. But it did feel like the fake fucking crowd noise was pumped in again. And it's just Uh like, You can tell when this is. And people online are saying like, oh my God, AEW's doing it on Rampage. It's like dipshits. They've been doing that since the first pre-taped episode. That's nothing new. AEW's been doing that on Rampage literally since the first episode. They only do it on Rampage and they only do it when it's not live. Because sometimes that crowd is so dead after a dynamite. Because they've gone through dynamite, which drains you. Yeah, Right. And I don't get the whole Sammy Guevara thing like right now with the crowd but like people on the internet saying like oh my god they 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 overdid the crowd noise like you can tell the crowd's not into it like you can yeah. hear the booze what are you talking about yeah like he's gonna turn heel pretty soon yeah. aew is not like wwe when somebody's getting booed unless your name is cody and it's just gonna be completely against it they're gonna turn him. yeah and i don't know that just drove me crazy
2: but no i i agree and i think um, i thought the promo was good on monday um, it was good and i thought he i thought he played the crowd really well but it was like mm-hmm. someone someone wrote and i was like this is exactly how i feel about this it was like i've never seen someone gain and lose the crowd more in one promo like, yeah he was it was like a real boom 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 and um but he, he had him at the end and uh, and i mm-hmm. thought that that was like that's what you want so yeah it was it was fine i just like i said i just don't know where you go from here um right especially with only having potentially one title maybe question mark
0: right and also it's like you know the crowd's not gonna stay behind him long the crowd they're eating it up right now that he's over there the crowd's gonna turn on him
2: and what happens when you go to des moines like i, I don't want to be that guy but it's true like the fir- like our our first non-wrestlemania crowd is coming up this week is he gonna get the the pop that you know you expect right. him to i don't think so
0: i don't i mean i think he's gonna get like a decent baby face reaction but not like an over oh my god yeah. it's cody rhodes reaction yeah i i don't i give it two months i think the crowd starts booing them again and i then you're gonna see all these hypocrites on the bots on twitter again flip their narrative again be like why do we sign them after freaking out that you got them like it's just yeah. yep you just it's the writing on the wall you can see it 100 and then it's like what do you do are you see so are you finally going to turn them heel right or is he going to be a little bitch about it again and not turn the heel it's gonna be blotted about it because I thought he was kind of stubborn with not turning heel in AEW. We could have gotten some great feuds out of that. Um, but we'll see what we'll see. Uh nothing else really happened. I know Rhea Ripley's rumored to join Edge and Priest, which would be cool. Cause I think that's fun. just perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically your WWE wrap up. I mean, basically, uh dynamite was stellar. We hit on Bucks and FTR. Samoa Joe doing the Bobby Schmurda dance was fucking yeah. great. Max Caster destroyed him, though, on the rap.
2: Holy uh-huh. shit. Yeah. Even he I just love Joe's happened.
0: reaction. Joe was totally like, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> um, what were the other matches on Dynamite? I feel like there were...
2: We had, uh, we had Sean and Sean. Uh, yeah. So we had Spears and uh, Dean. Um MJF
0: such a prick I can't wait Wardlow and him I love this feud I that crowd's gonna go insane when Wardlow finally gets his hands on him like gonna uh-huh. go insane yep uh-huh.
2: um we had uh the Julia Hart and Sheeta match um you know I, I wrote on there um you know uh, is obviously Sheeta. she's mm-hmm. awesome um Julia's definitely improving and doing really well um but I I, I said Julie's just something interesting. Like she, like I am interested every time she's on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's definitely been the person who's been affected the longest by yep. uh, what happened with House of Black. And I I assume that's where we're going, but like it's mm-hmm. been a nice slow burn. Like they didn't just, just rush through it. So uh, I've I really liked that.
0: Well, maybe Cody was affected and that's part of his story. He went to WWE. He's like, oh shit, I'm possessed again. Like,
2: yep. Yeah. I think if you ever brought him back, it's a pretty easy one to tell, right? Um, <laughs> uh i wrote this at the beginning because we had the christian adam cole match which was great um but i i said man edge and christian got to face adam cole and aj styles this week how cool is that right it's just cool man good for them
0: i like that's i that's just yeah that is cool what a world what a time for wrestling right now the hardy's wrestling which was a clusterfuck of a match such a clusterfuck it was jeff is scaring the shit out of me with these swanton's but i'm loving every minute.
2: 240 of pounds of just dead weight falling on you yeah, oh, that's <laughs> shit what
0: they call it what they call it uh edging and, edging and christian were calling it the croissant flop and so what they should call it now because yeah, it just, just comes down yeah um uh, what was the but julia no oh my god i'm drawing a blank there's so much wrestling
2: um, oh, and the, the, uh, one of the other things that popped me was uh, Kingston throwing a full-ass TV at, at the Journal <laughs> Association Society. Uh, I really liked that. Oh, uh, I forgot some that. good backstage stuff this week, too. So, um, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, that that friggin' main event was...
0: Oh, it was the Adam... Pardon the bud. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Page's promo was awesome. Oh, my God. So good. Like, it was just like,
2: yeah. fuck you, I'm done with you. Yeah. And now I'm going to beat your ass. So that you know that I'm done with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. got a live rampage next week. Te- Texas deathmatch. You got Battle of the Belts. Every title will be on the line next week. I'm yep. AEW is hitting these strides, man. And I yep. they're back, they're back on top. And yeah, it's so funny. People are like, oh, they were freak. AEW's freaking out. It's like, no, they're not. They're just doing their thing. And they're still just climbing on up. And they're still yep. just putting on banger after banger. And um but yeah, Adam and people want to say Adam Page, oh, he's not a good baby face, he's not a star. It's like this dude is a fucking star. And yeah. uh oh, and you got Keith Lee just throwing powerhouse hobs through a wall, and that was yep. awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. It's it's like how can AEW get any better and they keep getting better and they keep yep. getting better and they keep getting better. And yep. uh, real quick before we wrap things up here. Who are your two picks for the Owen Hart tournament on the men's and women's side?
2: Who, before, um, before the announcement of the title match for this week. And it still may be the case. They don't have to just do it, but, but my pick would have been Joe.
0: Mm.
2: Um, I don't yeah, know. Joe
0: Suzuki, Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: I don't Yeah. Oh my God. What a match that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I still feel like they might go that way, um, but I'm not sure I, I like the men's side feels really actually both feel really like out there to me. I would love to see Jamie Hayter make it interesting towards mm-hmm. the end. Like I would love to see her get to the finals. I don't know that she's going to win it, um, but I wouldn't mind it. Um, right. But I think uh, maybe give it to Tony. I don't know.
0: That's that's my pick. Yeah. I think Tony Storm wins it.
2: Yeah. What do you think She's on the men's side? lost
0: a shitload of weight, by the a way. Of like, a ton of weight. A ton of weight. Almost too much. Like, Yeah. Um, you're going to lose the moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, men's, before he turned into a sports entertainer, I was thinking Daniel Garcia just because of the pure technical oh, yeah. side of things. But now, yeah. I think it might be Danielson. Danielson or Yuta. Do I think you think you're... they
2: put Gresham in it?
0: I could see that. I could totally yeah. see that. I could see, I um, mean, I think you're going to see a lot of, I think you're going to see some surprises here and there. Yeah. And now with the announcement that AEW Dynamite is now finally going to be able to be viewed in Japan as it's going to be on New Japan world now. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's clearly a deal done with AEW and yep. New Japan. Yep. Makes me wonder, are we going to get Okada at some point, or are we going to get Ibushi? And are they yep. saving Ibushi for when Kenny comes back? And it kind of seemed they keep dropping hints that Kenny's closer than like what we're being led to believe a little bit. Right. So
2: I would love to see a I'd love to see him just, you know, join. Uh, I'd love to see them be the golden lovers again. Yeah. Um, But I'd also love uh, the other thing I was, I, I I was watching, um, the lead up to O2 SummerSlam. I don't remember why it just like popped up on something. And so I started watching it, but I was, I was watching the, uh, the triple h and Shawn michaels uh stuff when michaels was coming yeah. back and thrown into I could, the car i could also see them doing the like hey we're back together as the golden lovers and immediately turning on him like just just immediately beating him down um but that would be sweet um yeah anyway but I, I think that's an excellent idea i'd also love to see you know tanahashi maybe get a get a little run and um mm-hmm. maybe even be in the owen himself uh yeah, it, we could, it opens up some possibilities for sure. Um, once they bring in uh, Ishii to face off with Samoa Joe, uh, and maybe you put uh, Hobbs and uh, and Lee in there, and then you just have this, the most meat uh, slapping of any meat slapping. <laughs> and uh, I might die. I might die from that. That might we be the to, thing that puts the, puts the dagger in.
0: I love that we have to drop that <laughs> line once, After, once, once randomly in the episode. And <laughs> eight, and everything must go sucks. Almost forgot to do that too. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but. Or you get fucking Tommaso and Gargano in the tournament too. Oh, yeah. I still, I think there's gonna be some surprises coming through. AEW's yeah. not done. Maybe Bray, yeah. even Bray's still out there. Like that's true,
2: that's true. He's been really active lately. So mm-hmm. um, I know he's filming a movie, or but I, I gotta imagine that's getting close to close. It's to gotta end, be so. close to be rapping. It's gotta yeah. be. Um And give me Miro back, man. Yeah. Get him back. He's f- apparently filming
0: a fucking television show for CBS, like a sitcom
2: good job Miro that's
0: awesome that's why he hasn't (laughs) been on Dynamite he's filming that show and it's like what Lana has to be like in it or something like how did he land a role on a (laughs) a CBS CBS? yeah yeah Yeah.
2: Um,
0: uh, instead of doing the one two three finish to wrap things up top five matches of the weekend or I guess the week yeah do you want me to go first sure yeah okay uh, at number five for me Young Bucks FTR number four Johnny Knoxville uh, Sammy Zane yep number three oh motherfucker number three we're gonna shit it's gotta be Moxley Uta gotta be Moxley Uta number two Becky Bianca number one FTR Briscoes I mean that's probably going to be my number one when we do our Top 20 matches of the year.
2: It'd be hard to top it. I'll tell you what. Um, I think mine are all fairly similar. Uh, So I'm trying to think if there's one that I would, that I would push in one direction or the other. I think, um, oh man, I, the only, the only other one that I'm thinking is, is the Rhodes Rollins match just because of the grandeur of it. I think it's just outside though. So I'm gonna say I think Yuda Moxley is five for me. I think uh Bucks and FTR is four, Zane and Knoxville is three. I was just so highly sports entertained by that. Um Bianca and Becky is two and uh FTR and the Briscos is one. I, I think yep. that's where I that's where I I, I kind of fall out. Uh yep. but man again, what a what a week for FTR. I mean, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Holy hell stars and, and what a week overall i mean by no I, I you you were talking about like like your childhood kind of like the door being shut I, I i said to my wife i said if this happened during my childhood all of this i was like i would be the happiest person for like three months <laughs> like just being able to watch all of this wrestling no and shit. all of this good wrestling and good stories and no like doubt. All of this, i was like i would be in heaven man i was yeah. like this week it was awesome and it was still like like, like you said, like Tuesday, I was like, I just need a second, man. I need yeah. to just reset. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my so, God, yeah. yeah. And on top of those, the best moment for me of the weekend, though, my number one true moment, Stone Cold Steve Austin Absolutely. wrestling his last match. I mean. Absolutely. Just It doesn't, doesn't get, get any in. better, man. No, it doesn't. And it really Kevin doesn't. Owens,
2: that man is, Ah, oh, man, he got everything he wanted when he re-signed. Yep. I'll tell you that. That's uh, all he wanted. Good for him. Good for that's him
0: that's literally all he wanted <laughs> he just wanted the wrestle stone cold that was it yeah
2: let him wrestle in the owen wwe that's all a basket just just yeah. let him go be in the owen yep uh but
0: we know that's not okay right. yeah yeah Can vince, vince can you actually release kevin owens so we can get him in <laughs> AEW now now that he got to wrestle austin can you give us owens and zane <laughs> like <laughs> yeah man uh, what a week what a fucking week all right you can follow you can follow us at anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs, including the What's Your Bliss podcast and the offended podcast and all the other great podcasts that we have on there. I'm drawing a blank right now because my brain is fried from this week. Um, just with work Movie merge, going off topic. Oh my
2: god. Thank
0: you. <laughs> and offended comes back. This so this will drop on Monday. Offended will be back on Friday. And we have the debut episode of STL Pot Dispatch. Which will drop on 420. All right. um, All right. I will not be the host. I will actually be kind of behind the scenes producing. I will be on the show, but producing. So I'm excited. It's like uh, that's awesome, man. We're actually gonna. I'm actually gonna try to do some serious. <laughs> I think it's awesome.
2: I really do. Uh, Thank you. It, It's it's going to be a really exciting time, um, and I, I I'm excited for Offended to, to to keep growing, for the ABC Pod to keep growing, and I'm excited to get some some real talk about uh, about uh, weed and and cannabis and and all of the kind of pieces and and really the business side of things. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to 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 learn a lot. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome show.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. And on Friday's episode of Offended, we will have. Uh, Billy and Dylan, the two hosts of the show and Corey, the three hosts of the show, I should say on offended Friday. And we will just kind of give you a little preview of like what's to come and the future of STL pot dispatch. Best thing about it is that we're calling it STL pot dispatch because as post dispatch and Dylan hates post dispatch for whatever reason, but (laughs) (laughs) so the only reason why he did it. I don't know. I don't know why he told me, but I was just like, that's weird. I don't like the media <laughs> either, but they're just a newspaper. But
2: yeah. That's so <laughs> But funny. yeah.
0: Uh you can follow offended at offended pod on all social media platforms. Uh you can follow what's your bliss at
2: your bliss pod on all social media platforms. And let me tell you what, what's your bliss? is back baby we are coming back with a brand new episode this week uh not sure what day we're dropping it yet we've been dropping on wednesdays but uh it really depends my my recording schedule is going to be a little bit different uh than it was uh when what's your bliss was kind of in the in the heyday but we're coming back a little bit of a new format i'll talk about that in the first episode but i am really excited to be bringing some bliss back to you all nice
0: fuck yeah look at us Making our returns this week. Get us the empires. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just building that empire up. <laughs> oh, that's so great. And we need another movie game episode. We do. We do. It's a, time. I've been champ for too long. The belt's getting a little heavy on the shoulder. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> but yeah, but making our returns. Love to see it. Uh, and I'm in talks with pro wrestling tees right now. Might be going on there for some merch soon so all right stay tuned to that exciting i think that is everything i feel like i'm missing something well let me just very
2: very very quickly say this is this is probably better for our uh, main feed offended shows but uh i am petrified of the avalanches uh road through the playoffs uh it's literally every team that scares the shit out of me as an Avs fan uh, that's going to make the Western playoffs. And I uh, don't know what I'm going to do when they lose because uh, it's going to be a nightmare.
0: I think they're peaking too soon, personally.
2: Me too. And
0: Me too. That's, an, that's an episode coming up on Offended, our playoff preview. Uh, blues, the St. Louis Blues are getting hot at the right time. I am. I am on cloud nine this morning because of the game I attended last night. Holy fucking shit. That was yeah. a playoff game. Blues coming back from a 3-1 deficit to tie it shenner's goal beautiful goal goal year candidate and then winning in overtime against one of the hottest teams in the nhl now the blues are now 70 and one in their last eight games mm-hmm. the blues are 12 two and one against the wild in their last 15 games against them i people are sleeping on them again and yep. i think the yep. blues are slowly becoming one of the scarier teams in the nhl again i love I it i don't think you love it
2: <laughs> no but it's a, it is like it, I, i'm just getting flashbacks that's really what it is mm-hmm. and i'm like this is, they're gonna they're gonna ruin us again uh I'll t- <laughs> as an abs fan seeing the wild and the blues in the playoffs is just like like doom is coming and i'm like uh, oh my god i don't want
0: this <laughs> see i don't think the i think the wild they're kind of overrated i think I think they're overrated. I think they
2: are right now for sure, but it's again, it's PTSD, man. It's it's like we've been, there have been so many times we've been the favorite against the wild in the playoffs, and they're just like, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and I Dude, that's can't so true. go through it again.
0: Then they beat the abs. like, um, I want to say it was early 2000s. They beat the Avalanche. Like the Avalanche were the number one seeded team in the wild, where eight in the wild, yep. like shocked the world. That's like the first yep. time that an eight seed team had beat a number one team. Mm -hmm. And now that happens all the time, but yeah, that was like the first thing that happened. Yeah. yeah, I mean, playoffs, it's so up in the air right now. Blues catching fire. I mean, I just can't. Billy Husso is pulling a Jordan Biddington from 2019. I'm not trying to be biased. I think the Blues are legit cup contenders. I think they might be the the sleeper force in the NHL right now.
2: And to your credit, that is something that you said was going to happen pretty early on this year. Like Mm -hmm. you said, it's just, it's following that same track and mm-hmm. here we are so i think i think we're here I my daughter so. just walked in so i don't know what she needs <laughs> hi there she is <laughs> made her debut
0: Cody Rhodes <laughs> that's
2: right <laughs> all right i think well, now all of my kids have been on the podcast at this i think so. this point. i think this I think is so. the last one
0: yep. so hi the elite's complete the elite's complete <laughs> all right all man right for Thomas. I am tricky. This has been the wrestling wrap up. We will see you guys soon and make sure to tune in to What's Your Bliss and Offended this week as we are both back. Thomas, Hell thank yeah. you. Thank you. We'll see you.
1: The spots when you be like it's the end. Cause life is still worth living. Yeah, this life is still worth living. i can break you down and pick you up and fuck like we are friends. But don't be catching feelings. Don't be out here you catching feelings. Cause I sacrifice. Your love for more of the night. I try to pull it up before.